most competitive guy. I, I mean, I would throw on Michael Jordan, Isaiah Thomas, oh, yeah. Kobe Bryant. It's basketball. It can't be, you know, you, you can't overthink it. Hey, everybody, welcome in. It's another edition of King and Foster on NRM Streamcast. Great to be here alongside my partners, Terry Foster and Jimmy King, soon to be in studio together one of these days when the world becomes whole again. Uh, Terry, I've seen you've been out having a little lunch today. Looking good, man. Uh, you out with Mike Sullivan today. Yeah, we had a nice little lunch. Yeah. Back in Royal Oak, good time. Met his new lady. And we had a we had a nice thing. He had fish tacos and um in honor of Calvin Johnson. And I went with the crab cakes. I love it, man. You're looking great. Delicious. You're well dressed, Natalie clad. COVID has done wonders for you, man. You look better now than before COVID hit. <laughs> well, um, first of all, I live with Dr. Fauci. Yep. I know. Uh, Dr. Fauci won't let me uh, out of the house, but I she allowed me to take my daily walks. Yep. Which is helpful. Uh, they're usually two and a half miles, but uh, twice a week I go on my six and a half mile nice. marathon and um, eating right and feeling pretty good. Look great, man. Well, you're looking great. And Jimmy King, also looking good. Jimmy, always look good. I saw you out on the golf course the other day with, with Jalen, and uh, Jalen's got that. I love that swing of his. He just puts everything into that swing. You were coaching him, though. <laughs> yeah, I had to give my brother a couple of tips <laughs> on how to uh, – improve his golf swing but as you could see he's very coachable he is he is uh that's teammates for life right absolutely that's my brother and anything we do coach it through life coach it through golf coach it through you know whatever it is whatever it needs to be but uh we were able to take instruction pretty well and and get some good results <laughs> but it was a lot of fun and that was for the was that for the Jalen Rose Academy that golf that yeah. golf outing yeah, it's for the Jalen Rose Leadership Academies. Uh, um, uh, it's his annual, one of his annual fundraisers uh, that he has. Um, a lot of people from the community of Detroit uh, come out and support. Uh, former Mayor of Detroit, Perry Watson, uh, the Pistons, uh, Platinum, Platinum Equity Group, um, <clears throat> um, Tom Gores. Um, uh, just, you know, a list goes on about... Um, a lot of people who supported Jalen. And, uh, again, it's, it's just good to get out and uh, have some fun. How you like being back home? It was great. <laughs> it was oh, you, great. Are you gone again? Yeah, I'm back in Texas. It was great. Bitch, man. How are we going to keep you here? When the hell are we going to hey, keep you here? I was going to surprise y'all. I was going to come into the studio <laughs> Tuesday, but, you know, we, we – Change of plans happen. It happens. So oh, I'm going to have to catch you guys next time. So you're back in, in, in uh, whatever the hell you are in Texas, uh, in Plano. <laughs> oh, mama. Hey, lots, lots happening here, guys. Uh, the NBA decided today that they will indeed finish this playoff run. They'll resume after uh, yesterday, after the, uh, the games were canceled, and the Lakers and uh, Clippers actually voted to say, hey, to hell with all of this. Let's just – get out of this bubble, go home, and call it a day. But today, I guess cooler heads prevailed. I'm not sure if that's what you, what you want to call it. But they are going to play this. And uh, I want to ask uh, Terry first. Terry, uh, what do you think of, of this of this uh, going forward, the NBA continuing to play? 
Well, I'm disappointed that they decided to continue to play. I saw that. Um, I saw your blog. Yesterday, yesterday, I was thrilled when they walked out uh, because I know these players were upset. They were talking to each other about this. They're talking to their coaches, and they made a, they made a statement by not playing game five of the playoffs. But now I think this throws everything back up in the air. You've, you've really made no point because here's the deal. You come back and play. Guess what? Game five of the playoffs are going to be there two days later. Big deal. The second round is going to be played. The third round is going to be played. There's going to be an NBA finals. What point did you make walking out? If you, I'm with the Clippers and Lakers. Once you went out, stay out. I mean, and Doc Rivers really hit me, touched me when he said, you know, why do we love a country who doesn't love us? Well, in, in my mind, stay gone. Uh, really make a statement. And, and I thought LeBron James should have called his brothers in the uh, NFL, Major League Baseball, and, and shut sports completely down. That really would have been a stand. That would have that would have been a hell of a stand. Right, Jimmy, your take, man. I think I think you're hitting on it right now, Terry. I think uh, if LeBron and and the people, Chris Paul, or you know, people who are in the uh, National Basketball Players Association, uh, who are uh, able to get heads together collectively faster. Um, you know, you reach out to those people, you reach out across the board because this is a monumental, monumental era and time that we're going through. And I think that, um, I think, you know, it's just a time that in a period, like in the sixties where, um, you know, you had a group of athletes that were influential all across the board. You have football players, basketball players, boxers, um, that were speaking out on social injustice. And I think this is a, a time where it's um, it's parallel or, or similar to uh, the type of impact that people in that with that type of platform can have and moving forward and and bringing change and awareness and and in, into in, in what's going on. It so, all started. Yeah. Hey, it started the other day here in Detroit, fellas. It started with the Lions canceling practice, uh, talking together for four hours at Allen Park, and coming out with a United stand, the United front, uh, with a microphone that they passed, passed around so each uh, person that wanted to speak can speak and did speak. And a lot of other teams followed today. There were one, two, three, four, seven more NFL teams today canceled practice. The NHL canceled their games for tonight. But like Terry said, they're going to go back at it tomorrow, and the NFL is in two weeks going to kick off the season. So go ahead, Terry. I was really proud of the Detroit Lions for making that move, too, because once again, you have a locker room where this is what players are talking about. They're upset and tired of seeing this stuff. Now, let me give you the retort from white people. He was a threat. Oh, he was uh, he was going for a knife, which we don't know. Uh, he was uh, resisting arrest. The truth is he wasn't being arrested. He, he broke up a fight. In some way, somehow, he got into a scuffle with the police. Uh, I'm talking about in Kenosha, Wisconsin. But this is, this is the issue isn't what happened in Wisconsin. The issue isn't what happened was a few weeks ago. It's that this keeps going on 
and on and on, and it doesn't stop. At some point, get that up. And, and I understand a lot of white Americans are not outraged by this, but we are. And if something touches a nerve, if something really bothers you, I have no problem with you protesting. I have no problem with you walking out. I have no problem with you denying games case that only cares about you if you can put the ball in the hoop. What 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 is uh what's it my girl Laura Ingram from Fox? What did she say to LeBron? Shut up and dribble the basketball. And that's what a lot of sports fans believe. We don't care about the social media uh, social stuff. Black Lives Matters. We don't care. Just dribble that damn basketball and entertain me. And now I think what's happening is sports fans are getting exactly what they want. They're getting their entertainment. There's no repercussions for a fan base that doesn't care about you. LeBron James and and Kawhi Leonard today uh, basically did not say a word in that meeting. They kind of said last night, we told you what we wanted to do. They wanted to follow Terry and Jimmy's advice. Today they just shut their mouth, and I guess they just said, all right, we'll just go with the majority. Jimmy? Well, Again, you know, these are unprecedented times. Um, so it's going to take an unprecedented level of courage. And what we're seeing is people kind of dipping their toe in, uh, I guess, the reaction or what um, response is going to be. Um, the the adoration that, you know, we felt about when the, for the players when they announced that they were going to uh, or sit out and then the league postponed the games um, is the same type of, I guess, disappointment that we have today. It's just like, oh, it's the same old thing. Like, what's the point of having a protest or uh, or bringing awareness when, you know, you don't demand any kind of change beyond that unless uh, there's going to be, you know, some type of uh, – coalition or organization or some some way <clears throat> that the NBA um, develops a platform that that changes the uh, or impacts uh, what the postponement was about or the protest is about, then what are we talking about? It's the same old thing. Hey, how about a name I bring up, guys, that uh, did not play ball because he believed in what he believed in? Kyrie Irving. Let's go back to him. <laughs> Right. Yeah, let's go back to Kyrie. <laughs> we back on Kyrie. That's right. Kyrie believes the, flat, the earth is flat, but we're going to save that topic for another day. I know. <laughs> Kyrie also said, I ain't playing because it's not time to play. Am I right? Well, that yeah, was for Kyrie other didn't want to go back. Right. He didn't want to go back at all. And so LeBron pushed for these players to go back, which I agree with. But I think yesterday LeBron kind of quiet because – Hey, they're only here because of me in the first place. Now, guys, want to? Now, I want to leave. I gotta, right. I gotta chill out for a minute and just let these, these other guys make decisions instead. That just sounds like a bunch of flip flopping to me. That so sounds like you can't make up your mind. Thing, a few weeks ago, you came back so you could have that platform to talk about. about uh, 
social injustice, to talk about police brutality. Right. Because then now the incidents keep coming and coming and coming. And then at some point you're like, well, shit, what am I doing here? I give All right. up. And they made the decision to stop yesterday, right? Yep. And they should have okay. happened a few days ago, right? But nothing has happened since. But they decided to go back to play. And so there is no tension that they created or the leverage that they had used is, is now given they, back. They let it go. Yeah, they, they can't walk out anymore. They, they had their opportunity and pretty much blew it. Um, sometimes, you know, in things like this, you only have the hammer so long. And when you have the hammer, you got to slam it down. When you put it down, you can't pick it back up and then bop somebody over again. It's, it's too late. No, you it is. You the hammer, you blew it. I disagree, Terry. I think they could pick up the hammer again in another couple of days if they just talk to each other during these games and say, "I just don't want to do this anymore." And I think they can. I think they can call it quits again. And I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't blame them. I really wouldn't. Is somebody else? The top, the top heads in in the sport sporting worlds need to get together, just like the top political people do, just like the top business people do, just like the top. Informational technology people do, just like the top solar people do, just like the top telephone people do. Whoever you are, whatever you're in, within your sporting or within your industry, they have conferences. And we need a sporting conference to put our heads together and figure out how to use a platform to make a change. And that's, you know, people can um, participate or not. You could draw the line just like that. If you want to play, if the league is up, up, offering players to play, I guarantee you they will fall in line with the top players who um, <laughs> who who create a lot of the bottom line anyway. Hey, but how about these guys that are getting paid again? That kind of feels good to get to see that check in your in your checking account too. They get, they get paid regardless. Really, they, they're not going to stop getting. Yes, they're not going to okay. stop getting paid because, um, like. If this was to happen to a regular season, there was no pandemic, and the players decide to walk out because of social injustice, they're not going to pull their contracts. They're not going to stop paying those players. Those players will continue to get play, paid. They're going to figure out a different way. And actually, you know, that's what we're discussing. It's going to be some kind of change that happens. And if it becomes a situation where, uh, you know, they, they're uh, they're losing their money and losing contract, and then that that's that's the decision that you have to make are you loyal to the paycheck or are you loyal to the cause and <laughs> there's going to be criticism either way i.e colin kaepernick is going to be criticism either way he stood on the wrong or the right side for so long and people vilified him but now he's considered to be in the right but too late every yeah, but but every but but it's just you know um, how how much <laughs> just like you know the the mantra we used to say uh, as a freshman when we were walking down on the court is nut check time. How, how much nuts do you have? Like, do you, are you really going to 
you know, let it all hang out or are you just going to fold when it, when the times get hard? And I'm seeing flip-flopping. I'm not, that's why I just can't jump on the bandwagon. I heard, you know, people are uh, walking off the sets because they're saying there's no basketball. Um, there's no need of being on a set because there's no basketball um, to be played. What kind of ignorance is that? There's a whole bunch of topics you could talk about. <laughs> so that, yeah, that is... If you're talking about Kenny, he didn't walk off because there's no basketball. He he walked off because he felt there had to be some. He he wanted to show some solidarity. Correct. With the players. Well, that's why. And he said why. he didn't feel like playing. He didn't feel like talking about this right now. It just wasn't know what to say. He didn't have the right mindset. So he oh, walked okay. off. Well, that's a powerful statement. Oh, okay. Okay. That's different. That's different. That's why I didn't mention. I didn't mention his name because I wasn't sure. But I just heard that there was a. Uh, a, a broadcaster that you know but and if that was the case again that's just an example of you know not stepping into um the moment and being able to talk about those hard topics and subjects all right jimmy if you were a player today what would be your take right now going forward i wouldn't play I, and i and i said that like okay Initially, <clears throat> I would want to play as a player. I would want to play because that's what I love to do. Right. That is my livelihood. Yeah. That's, you know, that that's <laughs> that I would love to be in a locker room. I love to, you know, that's what I love to do. But at a certain point <clears throat> for me particularly, um there's a there's things that are bigger than the game of basketball. And that is bigger than um just my livelihood or, you know, and it bleeds into my family, bleeds into my community, bleeds into, you know, any one of us being pulled over at any given moment and something like that, that we're, that we're watching that's being accepted can happen to us at any time, just randomly. So yes, for me, that's more important than going to a game for a couple of hours and basically at the end of the day, being an entertainment for the people who don't like me. How about you, Terry, as a writer? Would you cover, if you were a, a, a writer right now, an active writer with the Detroit News, and they sent you to cover a game, would you cover the game, or would you say, I'm I'm not doing it? No, I would, I would cover the moment, because I think the moment is just too big. Now, would I want to cover just, just a random game? I may not do that. If they sent me out as a column, I cover the game, but I would cover the moment. I would cover Doc Rivers. I would cover what LeBron had to say. I would cover what Kyrie had to say. How about Chris Webber? I mean, what a a speech Chris Webber gave. I thought thought he gave a a great speech. And you know what what pissed me off about the Chris Webber? Chris Webber bared his soul. He talked about how it's tough for kids in the inner city and how he had to talk to his kids and stuff. Mother kids, I see this tweet, and then someone writes, Well, I listen to Chris Weber because he went to Country Day rather than the PSL. What does that make? It makes absolutely no difference. And a lot of times, uh, NBA players are representing the inner city that live there, and they probably haven't been there for years. Because if you get a guy from the inner city to talk about the same thing, nobody's listening. 
nobody cares. But if you put Chris Webber out there in, in front of it or LeBron James, then people listen. Yeah, they're not in the same circumstance, but at least we're going to learn a message. And maybe, just maybe, it might resonate with some people. Jimmy, do you hear Webb's, see Webb's stuff? No, I haven't, but I ironically got a text just before we got on the show today with uh, one of my brothers congratulating Webb on the speech that he gave about it. And uh, so I'm looking at the responses, so I'm going to have to check it out. But, um, <laughs> you know, I think it's just a, it's a case of um, what – you know what what what's important to the 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 players and the people and 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 the people who are listening if you want to change it if you want to get involved you will if um you are going to ascribe or subscribe to the classism or uh the uh education um system and and what for instance <clears throat> I could give you money, but that doesn't mean you have class or you could be educated, but that doesn't mean that you're intelligent. So the things that we put value in oftentimes doesn't match what we say we need or want. And a lot of times we look into leaders just because they make a lot of money or because of their social status is flawed. That's why the presidential race in my case is a flawed system to begin with. You have two sides of two people or candidates that you will never be able to relate to. So you mean to tell me that just because you, you're you more relatable to one or you dislike one, or if they all have 200 bad things in their coffers and the other one has 201, you're gonna say, I'm gonna take the 200, the guy who has 200 versus the guy who has 201 flaws. Like that's what we're talking about. Instead of opening it up and saying we're going to pick the best of the best, and everybody has a level playing field. Right. That would be a nice we, way to do it. But yeah, here's the problem. Here, here's the problem with the yeah. presidential race, fellas. If you don't have money, I don't care how great your ideas are. I don't know. I don't care how well or you can't run for president. You can't win it. You have to have in millions and millions of dollars. If you if you can't fundraise. Or if, you, if you're not a billionaire, you can't become president. Then Jeff Bezos might as well run for president because he's got uh, 200 billion. Am I correct? He could. He's got a better yeah. shot at winning than you, man. I know that. I know that. And you probably have better ideas. It's sad, man. It's sad. It's like the lesser of the two evils. People were complaining about not. They don't want to vote for Hillary. They don't want to vote for Trump. So I'm just not going to vote. And now the same thing's going to happen. I don't want to vote for, for Joe Biden. He's 90 years old. I don't want to vote for Trump because look what he's done the last four years. And then we're back to this. We're back to square one. When do we ever get a chance to win? When? We we can't because we. You know what? We are regular schmoes. Yeah. Have uh, uh, you know. We have thousands or hundreds of dollars. Yeah. We don't have millions of dollars in our back pocket. We, there's nothing we can do except sitting on the side, complain, and vote. That's all we can do. And, and here's the other thing to do. I will vote for certain candidates 
I give money to any of these people because, you know, they're saying if you contribute $5, we'll triple and put in $25. Well, shit, if you got that $25, just put it in there. I'm not helping you. <laughs> you know? what's, the number, what's the number one funded? What's the number one funded uh, service in the country? I don't know. Educated Department of Defense. Department of what? Oh, Defense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. That tells you everything you need to know. Yeah, but you know what? <laughs> I used I used to be against that. Why are they giving the defense so much money? But we got all these crazy bozos around the world who are trying to attack you with nuclear bombs, conventional bombs, cyber threats, all, all kinds of things. Now I get it. You have to make sure that your defense, your uh, cyber uh, wear, and everything has to be up to date because all these clowns that are trying to take over our country through alternative means. Better have that money in, in, in defense. Hey, hold those thoughts, guys. we got another edition of King and Foster coming up. Terry, why don't you hang up and try to dial back in because your connection sucks today, by the way, just to let you know that. Jimmy, you stay right where you're at. He's too hot. I know. I don't know what's going on in in Terryville. we got more coming up. Thanks to David B. behind the scenes. It's Maz here on NRM Streamcast. More of King and Foster next.